This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, February 13th, brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Critical Hospital closes in Valley, a 40% loss at Walnuts. Newsom seeks Joshua Tree funding and CBO to issue farm bill estimates this week. Hospital closure raises alarms for ag groups. Closing the Madeira Community Hospital has exacerbated a public health crisis that, according to a coalition of agriculture and business organizations, the hospital served four counties with an emergency room, maternity care, and service for Medicare and Medicaid. Other hospitals in the region have been exceeding capacity, and one has gone bankrupt. Rural hospitals nationwide are facing staff shortages, limited access to critical supplies, and aging infrastructure. The coalition is calling on the Newsom administration to take action to alleviate the crisis. Far too often, the Central Valley and our communities have been overlooked and underserved when it comes to our health care needs, said California Fresh Fruit Association President Ian LeMay. Walnut growers face losses up to 40%. A September heat wave and subsequent rains have led to sweeping crop losses for walnut farmers. The heat burned their nuts in the shell and the wet weather left them moldy. The California Farm Bureau, along with several county farm bureaus, reached out to USDA for immediate assistance. They noted that almonds and pistachios have also faced issues from drought, frost, and oversaturation. Newsom seeks funding to protect Joshua trees. The Newsom administration has drafted a budget trailer bill language to establish a conservation fund for the western Joshua tree. The measure would charge the Department of Fish and Wildlife, the CDFW, with working alongside tribal interests to protect the species. The state is navigating a fine line with protecting the trees while also encouraging new desert solar farms to help meet clean energy goals. According to CDFW Director Chuck Bonham, the department is staring at a workload around permitting for this tree that would be unparalleled in the state with any other species. That's a budget issue. Now, remember, in light of the legislation, the Fish and Game Commission voted again last week to postpone a decision on a 2019 petition to list the tree under the state's endangered species protections. Why it matters? Well, farm and cattle groups had joined a business coalition opposing that petition. They cited the administration's efforts to conserve biodiversity through the 30 by 30 commitment and other initiatives, arguing that alone will help steer the species further away from extinction. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West after this. When you work with Robo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision, Bravo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. CBO Farm Bill estimates due out this week. 
The Congressional Budget Office is expected this week to release its latest estimates for farm bill programs. These estimates, known as baseline, will generally set the parameters of how much lawmakers can spend when writing the new farm bill, unless they can find funding from other sources. Now, meanwhile, members of the House Ag Committee head to California for a farm bill listening session tomorrow at World Ag Expo in Tulare. Thursday, the Senate Ag Committee continues its farm bill hearings with a review of nutrition programs. The hearing will come one day after the CBO releases its cost estimates, which are expected to include a new forecast for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. SNAP alone accounts for 80% of farm bill spending. Now, for more on the D.C. agenda this week, you can read our Washington Week Ahead at agripulse.com. Caliph notes changes at FDA will take time. As the Food and Drug Administration moves forward with its proposed organizational changes and focus on the Human Foods Program, FDA Commissioner Robert Califf defended the agency's recent proposal in a fireside chat with the Alliance for Stronger FDA during a webinar on Friday afternoon. He warns that FDA has several bosses with the executive branch, Congress, and unions, so he can't move as quickly as he would as if it was an organization or university. Califf adds he thinks issues in the Food Safety Division and FDA have been brewing for many years. But in looking forward with the challenges brought about by climate change, supply chain disruptions, and international strife, it's important the agency moves forward in the right direction to ensure we can feed America and feed the world. At the end of January, Califf proposed creating a new human foods program at the agency and has begun a national search for a newly created deputy commissioner of human foods who would report directly to him. CSX reaches deal with unions on sick leave. Senators urge other companies to follow suit. Rail company CSX Transportation has reached a new deal with labor unions, allowing paid sick leave for employees, and two senators are urging other railroads to strike similar agreements. The deal allows 4,000 Brotherhood of Maintenance of Way union members and 1,000 Brotherhood of Railway Carmen members four days of paid sick leave. Union members will also have the option to use three days of their personal leave time for sick leave instead. Now, Senators Bernie Sanders, the independent from Vermont, and Mike Braun, the Republican from Indiana, in a press conference Thursday called for other railroad companies to give workers at least seven paid sick days. If the railroads themselves do not come to the table and negotiate an acceptable agreement to the unions, then we are going to have the executives here in this committee room, and we surely will bring legislation to the floor. Sanders, the chairman of the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee, told reporters. Managing expectations key to farm bill passage. Every farm bill has its own set of challenges, but writing the 23 farm bill could be made more difficult with so many relatively new members of Congress expecting to make policy changes. 
At least that's the consensus of two former staff members of the Senate Agriculture Committee who spoke at the Crop Insurance and Reinsurance Bureau annual meeting in Florida on Friday. James Gluick, the vice president of the Tory Advisory Group and former GOP staff director on Senate Ag, noted that two-thirds of the House Ag Committee's membership wasn't involved in writing the 18 Farm Bill, along with about half of the Senate Ag Committee. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Well, here's today's She Said It. This is exactly what we need for the future. That CDFA Secretary Karen Ross on a bioeconomy initiative in the San Joaquin Valley to reuse ag waste. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, February 13th, brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.